You guys did dry cupping? They gotta change the name for that, man. We didn't do dry cupping. We did uh, wet cupping. <laughs> 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 California sucks. <laughs> I keep saying it on these podcasts and especially where we grew up really, really mm -hmm. sucks with the heat. I don't know the bay. It didn't get into triple digits, did it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Same, same with like 114. Oh man. Is this the global warming they've been talking about? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. As long as you stay indoors and California doesn't cut off your power, I think it's fine. Dangerous and mm -hmm. prolonged heat wave this week. Yeah. No, I just stayed indoors. I like walking, but I haven't been able to. Even at night, it's 100 degrees. Crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know why people like California so much. Beautiful. No, it's not. Hell yeah. Dude. The fuck are you talking about? California's beautiful. Hell uh, yeah. Where else have you been? Um, I went to D.C. I went to New York, Texas, California. No, California. I think it's way overrated by a huge margin. Nah. Way like, overrated. Prices are extremely high, which shows that uh, you don't get crazy weather um, like, this, you know, like, uh, like Texas or anywhere else. Yeah. You don't get extreme weather. I don't know. I'm done with California, man. I came here for uh, a reason, and that reason is gone, so I'm out, bro. When are you leaving? Uh, my deadline is December, end of December. Yeah, I figured it would be December. I gotta start getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have four months left, and I could be done with this godforsaken state. This whole thing. Yeah, man. I know you hate the state. I love I do. the state, though. Yeah, this I don't get home, it. Bro. <laughs> yes. Nah, anywhere else could be home for me, man. I swear. Like, California's making me miss New York. <laughs> New York was ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but California's pretty ass, too. No, it's not, bro. You just you enjoy Irvine. It's like any other like medium-sized town. Weather is great. You know, I'll say that. Irvine. I'll say the. No, no, I remember. I remember. Maybe it's changed since I've been there, but like, uh, it's, it's beautiful, bro. I don't know. I'm seeing people shit in the street. Okay, this is common <laughs> in California. Okay, <laughs> this is no. I guess it's common in New York too, but um, way more yeah. common in New York. Yeah. Do people shit in the street in uh in Texas? <laughs> no, they get shot. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen. I don't even notice homeless people. <laughs> you don't notice them? I don't notice homeless people in Texas. Wait, so there aren't any homeless people or what? I haven't seen any. Seriously? I don't, I don't know if it's because the state is a lot cheaper. Yeah. Or because so they don't tolerate homelessness around them. That's also a or possibility. Like I or it's possibly because I was in uh, uh, L.A. a lot or um, the Bay, and there's always homeless people. Yeah, you know. So yeah. maybe um, I, I don't notice much, bro. Actually, I have seen like a couple in Dallas, one or two, and that I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. So you don't? Yeah. So like, I don't think Texas is a place that would tolerate homeless encampments with tents and everything. They wouldn't tolerate anything like that. I don't know, maybe they do, but it's just that it's so cheap over there. No need to worry about that. That's the thing. Like, I think people have a misconception about homelessness. Like, it's not that they can't find housing. It's that they don't want housing. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I agree with that. Mm-hmm. People who've been in the street for years are people who... It's a mental thing, dude. It's not... It's like not they're, that they... Like they're not, they're not right in the hay? Yeah, dude. They're a different type of people. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that for, yeah, I now, believe I, that. Obviously, you're going to have people who are down on their luck, who are like, all right, I can't afford my apartment. I got to sleep in my car or whatever. But I mean, if there's plenty of social programs, especially in California, that if you needed housing or it, last worst case, you can move. You can move to another town, city or even out of the state. You can move to Nevada. You know, you'll figure something out if you really, really care about being sheltered. Like people who are living in the streets, especially when the weather, you don't have to worry about rain and snow. Like it's a mental problem. Yeah. People don't get it. People don't get it. There's a guy, Michael Schellenberger, who did a whole, who wrote a whole thing about homelessness. He actually studied them and figured it out. And a lot of them have drug problems. That's a big part of it. Because like 
are you going to pay rent or are you going to buy your drugs? That's a choice. Yeah. So, and this stuff, addiction is pretty bad. So, it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. And California, with their, like, really sensitive mindset, I think it's just like, oh, let's help everybody. It's like, all right, I get it. You're coming from a nice place. But sometimes it's like you can hurt somebody by helping them too much, by giving a lot of, like, leeway and forgiveness on this stuff. Hey, yeah, we'll give you, look, we want you to be safe when you use your drugs. So we're going to give you kits so you can be clean when you use your drugs. That's a little extra, bro. It's a little extra. It's like, all right, you're just encouraging the addiction. And I get it. You want to save lot, save lives in quotes, but. I mean, they're going to do it anyways. Yeah, so you might as well give them. You're incentivizing it. That's the problem. Yeah. You're rewarding they're, 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 it. Regardless, they're going to do it. Well, like, all right, this is extreme, but. If you're in a situation where your life is at risk, are you going to be more careful? Are you going to make second guess your decisions about doing the drugs? Or it, maybe you had one close call and that changes your life. They're, they're addicts for a reason, right? They can't stop. Like it's yeah. not, they, they can only stop if they, if they really, really want to and they got support. You know? It's not even that. I think from what I've read, people who end up stopping reach such a low point in their life that it forced the change. So like they've already lost their job, they lost their house, they're homeless on the street, they took advantage of everybody that they know, all their friends and families, they screwed them over or stole stuff, all that. They're on the street and miserable. And then that's where people start making the change because they reach such a low point that they decide to make a major change. Now, if you're like, hey, we'll give you shelter. Hey, we'll give you clean things so you can continue to do your drugs. And we'll give you this stipend so you can be able to afford food. You're never going to reach that low point. So then it's like, all right, so then they're just perpetually addicts. And that's a fine line. It's like, yeah, some people might be at risk of killing themselves or accidentally through overdose. That is a risk. There's only so much you can do. It is a terrible situation to be in. But at the same time, you're not going to be helping them by just treating the symptoms instead of them deciding and reaching a point where they have to change. I don't know. And it's a tough one. And uh, that was dark. I don't know. I thought about, I don't know if this is stupid. Well, it probably is stupid. (laughs) But I thought, you know what? I want to be able to just try it out myself. Like, get rid of everything I own. What? No, 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 no. I wouldn't actually do the drugs. That's just too dangerous. That's a a line I wouldn't cross. I wouldn't even touch it. But I was thinking like the homelessness thing. Like, get rid of everything I own. Get rid of the money, everything. I have zero, and see if I can build myself back up from zero. There, there has been uh, read a book about a dude who did that. Um, yeah. Just sold everything and go to the woods and try to survive, and yeah. then come out and then survive again. With no money. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what ended up happening to him, but uh, that is a pretty big challenge. Literally with nothing. You literally just. Here's the problem with this thing, though, because it's like I still have my mind. And I know the things I know. I, I have an advantage. You know, I can always like if I get a job, I'd get if I wanted to start entry level, I'd go to like fast food restaurant. I'd probably make manager in a month or two because I give a shit about work and I'm willing to struggle and sacrifice and I give a shit about operations and shit. So I'd probably make manager hella quick. Shelter, I don't know. I would I'd probably like all right, if I needed to find clothes, I would go to the thrift store or maybe a goodwill and see if they had anything available food that would be a bit of an issue but i think with a bunch of food that's thrown out in restaurants every day i think you can negotiate something clean dishes for food and then you'd have to figure out how to get a bank account (laughs) just so you could have checks to whatever job that you get yo what if you even got rid of ids and documentation so you have to go through all that too bro that would be interesting challenge maybe one day i'll do it What do you do it without a phone? Yeah, it's like you have nothing. So you literally have to get everything again. And that would be difficult. Yeah, yeah that would be really hard. But I think you could get like a, a phone from the thrift store or something. Or like, oh no, you can get an Obama phone. <laughs> right? What is that? It's those free phones that the uh, government was given. Mm. Never heard of that? No. I remember the first, you know who told me about that? Who? Some Some seventh grade girls I was tutoring. yeah i was doing this like thing for my old company basically teach them some engineering stuff or whatever and i had a group of three girls 
uh, seventh graders. And they're like, hey, did you get your Obama phone? Do you have an Obama phone? uh, (laughs) It might have been low-key racist. (laughs) They were white girls? (laughs) No, they were Indian girls. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like what the, what the hell is an Obama phone? <laughs> it's like they just kept saying it. I'm like, all right, let's get back to this project, guys. <laughs> she probably thought because you worked for the government. Uh, maybe I don't know if they even knew, but yeah. Dang, so she was racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kids are honest, man, <laughs> or at least they like to have more fun than adults. Not even racist; it's racial. I think people misuse the racist word. It's like. If you make some statement about a race, it could be just racial, you know? Because I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure racism has to be negative, right? Uh, racism, like, you're saying your race is superior over other race. Mm. Okay, so if you say, like, Asians are really good at math, that's not racism. Yeah, that's uh, stereotypes. Yeah, stereotypes. Are stereotypes bad? Uh, they're not true. What do you mean they're not true? They're bad if they're not true. Oh, they're bad if they're not. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, would they be a stereotype if it, if there wasn't some truth to it? Uh, no doubt be considered a fact. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think most things that people call racist these days are just racial. Like, yeah. Is it racial or racist when you notice the only people who walk hella slow across the street are black dudes? Uh? <laughs> You don't notice that? I don't notice that. Oh, yeah, I do. Maybe you are the black dude walking slow across the street. But... I mean, you walk fast, bro. I do. <laughs> I do walk fast. You just walk too damn fast, bro. I can't keep up with you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a power walker. I got places to be, man. Don't you got places to be? Apparently not like you. I guess. I don't know. I have a level you know, of urgency uh, in my life. Like... You know, me me and Reed one, we did uh, pajama. What is that? So, you heard of dry cupping? What? What is that? Dry cupping, like, you know, when they suck uh, on your, you know, they have a cup that sucks on your back. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I thought, I was about to say pause, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You guys did dry cupping? They got to change the name for that, man. We didn't do dry cupping. We did uh, wet cupping. (laughs) 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 It's actually called wet cupping. No way. Um, yeah. The, okay. The, the term is hijama. Um, okay. So pretty much they suck out blood when they're uh, cupping. Have you seen it before? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like you're giving yeah. yourself a bruise. Yeah, a bruise, but at the same time, they're sucking out the blood. Okay. Like wet cupping is like the taking out blood. Wait, so it's actually going, the blood is actually coming out of your skin? Yeah. What? Bro, they, they did that shit, bro. I don't have neck painting. Wait, so they, they wet cupped your neck? Yeah, they did four of them on my neck. And thick blood came out. Like, I've never seen... When I say thick, it's like the clunks. Clunks of blood. Oh. How? How does yeah. it come through your skin? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Wait, do I dare Google this? Yeah, they slit. They slit, like, on your back. You know what I'm saying? suction. So they, they open like... Yeah, oh my hole. god! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he does it on his face! Oh! Uh, not on the face. I did not do it on the face. I did oh it on the neck because I had pain. Is that real? I did it on the neck because I had pain, so... It like regenerates healthy blood. Yeah, it regenerates healthy blood. Like it takes all the bad blood and mm-hmm. then it's going to be replaced by new blood as it regenerates. Does it hurt? Uh, it's a little scratch, you know, like, like, I'm um, like, if a cat were to scratch you, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. I had, I had like eight or nine cups on me and they took, he- apparently, read what I was saying, I had hella blood. Really? Yeah. I mean, this looks like a lot of blood coming out of your back or. Yeah. A lot came out. Yeah. Do you have to like replenish or do you have to be careful? Like don't do any cardio or something like, you know, after you give blood or something. Uh, they didn't say anything like that. I, I was just, uh. I was tired the whole day after that, though. Oh. I was just dead tired. I just, but they, these niggas wanted to stay out and go to people's house and kick it. You know, I'm like, damn, I'm I'm about to fall asleep, dead ass. Damn. I, yeah, bro. But I had the best sleep, though, after that. Hell of a good sleep. Because you lost blood, bro. Like. 
Yeah. You're nearly in a coma. Like, Not a coma. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Apparently, it's Ill- illegal too to do it here. Yeah, in in the U.S. It's a ha- so it's you a, just went to like some yeah. underground. They do it everywhere in Saudi, though. They do it everywhere in Saudi. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you found some like underground therapy place or whatever. Yeah, in SF. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Thanks. bro. So I was low key trying to do that too. Uh, yeah. This is this is my roommate Ali. You remember him? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's good, bro? The the UK dude. Yeah, I I remember that accent. Wait, so you've done it too, Ali? No, nah, no, nah, I've been I've been once into though. I got a lot of clots clots in my back. Oh. So, uh, yeah, they've been telling me like even the chiropractor tell me that. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Then, the, the dude that I was doing with, he was a like certified like chiropractor too. Um, but uh, massage, he does massage. Um. Oh. And, and and it's painful too when he uses a blade. He uses this blade. Um, it's not sharp, but it's like he just digs into your skin, bro. And he just like spreads up uh, the muscle. And he found like he said, oh yeah, you got knots on your shoulder blades. So he just released all of that. Wait, so they actually cut into your skin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a blade. Oh, that's shit. how blood comes out. Oh. They gotta change the name, man. Wet coming sounds so suspect. <laughs> I got wet cut by this guy the other day. <laughs> I'm surprised you never heard of it. Not like I, I saw. I've seen the. I guess dry cupping, but I didn't realize this wet cupping thing with blood and everything. You should do it, bro. I'm willing to try anything for table moments, man. So, read <laughs> one uh, loves doing like alternative medicine type thing. He seems like the type. Yeah. So he he put me on to different stuff. Yeah. And this is one of the ones he, yeah, he got huh. me into chiropractic too. So I, I've been doing that too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, bro. I think the one thing I've ever done is like a Turkish massage. <laughs> That's as, as far as I've done. But yeah, you know what? I'll look into it. I'll look into it. See if this is, yeah. if I have any tight spots, get some blood out. And, yeah. Uh, call it a thing. All right. I'll look into the science of this because um, I guess I can't just dismiss it off the bat, you know? For sure. I think I'm more interested in uh, holistic than these fake-ass medicine, bro. These, uh, yeah, these medicines, bro. Mm. It'd be like taking away the pain, but it doesn't solve the pain. Yeah. You know? I, I heard someone tweet, like, uh, like, the incentives are there are to treat you, not to cure you. So, in that sense, it does seem a lot of it is suspect. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, have you ever thought about, like, biohacking? No, what is it? So like taking all these like special things to like optimize your body. There's these things called nootropics to like stimulate your mind. They're not like speed or anything, but or like Ritalin or something, but supposed to like regulate your body, your brain chemistry so that you can stay focused longer or something. So like one common one, obviously caffeine, that's a form uh, of biohacking, but like L-theanine, Creatine, uh, you know about creatine, below, but yeah, um, you don't so take that, do Ali, you? Ali, Ali does. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Well, not consistently though. It's just yeah. on and off. It does Eat make less. you stronger for sure. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. And bigger, bigger. Yeah, that's the thing I yeah, didn't more, like about it. Or retention. Yeah. Yeah, like, like it's making you bigger. No, because like now my clothes don't fit, or they're like tighter. I'm like, all right, this is. I don't need that. And yeah, I always felt like bloated and stuff. I'm like, all right, yeah. But I want to take that. it one day. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can find it anywhere. So it is like if you. I heard there was like a creatine shortage. For real? Yeah. Creatine what? Shortage. Shortage? Yeah. Like powder. Like creatine itself. Oh, like like beef? yeah. No, like uh, the form they sell it in. Like yeah, the powder and stuff like that. It's like a shortage of that. Even the like the pills. There's the pills. Yeah. yeah. So they're like a lot of places sell out quick. Like GNC, yeah. you don't got a chance to go in GNC and see creatine. It's gonna be like all oh, sold out. A lot of people find it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And a lot of people are on steroids. <laughs> Wait, would you ever take steroids? You know huh? Would you ever take steroids? I considered it at one point before. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, my, my friend was like, "Yeah, I'd hop on the juice when I reach my genetic potential." I respect that. I, I wouldn't personally do it, though. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, if you're going to do it, build the work ethic first. And then once you've reached your genetic limit, 
get on it. Sure. I think if you asked your average person about steroids, they would think that they're a really bad thing, even though, depending on the circumstances, people would be okay with it or not. Like a lot of these Hollywood actors, that's how they put on the muscle in three months. That's what I tried saying. And yeah. people were like denying it. They were like, what? No, no, it's so hard work and tra- personal trainer and no, eating. I said yeah. that. Like, <laughs> people be denying this to talking about, yeah, uh, Thor got that jacked in a month. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like all oh, these people man. in the gym are just slacking off. <laughs> come on. Unrealistic standards at this point. Bro, they yeah. don't really care about working out like that. They just need to look big, so. Well, that's what they do. They, they find shortcuts. Well, I mean, if you are being paid millions of dollars, it's a pretty good motivator <laughs> to like, even if you got to do two a days, three a days, you're going to do it. And on top of that, and then get a chef and then obviously find a doctor to prescribe all this stuff to you and make sure your levels are fine. And so you could be healthy about it. And then, yeah, you put on the muscle and then you do this movie. And then after the movie, like a few months after the movie, you're like, this is not the same guy. Like, what the hell? Yeah, Yeah, Thor's a really good example of that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. he's got skinny-ass legs, chicken legs. Well, I guess if they only... Yeah, because they're only shooting from the... That's what people care about, the top, right? So I guess you want to maximize your time. Yeah, he he posted a pic on Instagram (laughs) from the side, Mm -hmm. and he was massive, like, upper body, and then his legs were looking so small. (laughs) <laughs> Such a bad act. Yeah, but even this is true for Instagram too. All these people with like they are on juice. It's fine. It's like, but it, the the thing that bothers me is how gullible people are about this stuff. I guess they just don't have a frame of reference for this stuff because I guess your average person hasn't tried to put on muscle before and they don't realize like how much work and effort. And even then, they're still human beings are not naturally that big. They're not, and so that's true though. Your average. Person has not even been to the gym. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys think that Ronaldo is juicing? Nah. Maybe a he's different kind of juice. He's thirty-seven right now. But how is he so active? You know what I'm saying? At his age, like he. You mean got... they have tests for that though? Like... Yeah, but here's the thing: these there's so many scientists on both sides of this. So there's scientists who are trying to catch juicing, but then there's way more money on the side of cheating. So, like, scientists are always coming up with new compounds that they don't have a test for. Literally, that's how a lot of them do it. Guys like Ronaldo, who's that old, when, especially, like, I think this is common in the NBA, too. Anytime someone bounces back from an injury that would normally put someone out for a year and they can come back in three months, probably steroids involved. Like, you don't regenerate flesh that fast. It it doesn't happen. So, in that sense, they're juicing, but not for performance, but for recovery. Or... For Ronaldo, he could be doing the kind of juicing that um, Lance Armstrong did. So blood doping. You guys know what that is? Yeah. yeah. What's that? He would actually have blood taken out of him during training and store and store it. And so okay. and then like filter it for mostly just red blood cells because red blood cells are the things that carry the oxygen through your through your body. When he has to perform during a race, he would actually put blood in extra blood into his his body. Um, so he has more red blood cells and he can carry oxygen more efficiently and last longer in races and all that. So for a guy who's 37 running around on the field, I wouldn't be surprised, you know? I mean, it doesn't seem cheating or cheating. I mean, they'd be, uh, they'd be doing frequent, like random tests too after games. Mm-hmm. But how did they catch that? How did they catch that with Lance Armstrong? Uh, well, I think they do a piss test. Well, with blood no, doping, you can't test for it. Blood. It's your blood. Yeah. I know, so I know. What they do is they take a... Now, they didn't realize he was doing this at the time, but now they actually get a baseline of your red blood cells and the quantity of them. And then, obviously, you can increase them with training at, like, training at high altitude and stuff. But if it's extreme, maybe there's a suggestion that you possibly have been blood doping. Now, the problem is, like, it actually makes your blood thicker because you're adding all these red blood cells. So you are at risk for like strokes, higher risk for strokes. And and then also like, remember Lance Armstrong had cancer, testicular cancer. And this was earlier before like technology and all these methodologies for like blood doping stuff, which it could, it possibly could have been that his, his cancer was caused by some of the doping practices he had, he had done. So I remember. Oh, so he got it through doping? Yeah, it's possible, saying? it's possible. 
Because uh, like, which is funny because he started the whole live strong uh, marketing thing with the yellow wristbands and everything. It's like, uh, all right. But here's the, here's even crazier. They ended up checking all the, so obviously Lance Armstrong does the Tour de France. He's a cyclist and he won like seven times or whatever. But when they look back and test for, because they collect samples of the racers and they keep them in storage. So they do this like two part. There's a really good documentary on this called Icarus, I think, um, on Netflix. Yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good watch. And they explain the whole process. USADA, that's the government uh, agency that's responsible responsible for like making sure people aren't doping or the sporting agency. So what they did was they actually checked all the people who were after Lance. So all the people who got second, third, fourth, fifth, all of them. And they realized like you'd have to go to like the 15th rider to find someone who wasn't doping. Really? Yeah, dude. Like if the top guy is doping, it's probably all the other people are doping too. Yeah. Otherwise the gap would be huge. So, so the guy that wasn't doping got first place? I don't know what they did in to, to remedy the whole thing, but like they already given them the trophy and everything and the win and the prize money and all that. So they rescinded the, the prizes or whatever for Lance after he came out and explained like, yeah, I was doping. But it's like everyone was cheating. At least all the top riders were cheating. And so it's like, all right, he's the best of the cheaters. Okay. Or maybe he had the <laughs> best tech <laughs> or he was like, which is actually very common. Very, very common. Like all these NFL players, as big as they get, you don't think a lot of them are juicing, especially when like they get the likelihood of injuries high and size matters, especially depending on the role that you're playing and speed and performance. NBA players, same thing, like recovery times. I don't know, man. I, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with doping either. Like at least... It would be cool if they were just open. It's like, yeah, you could do whatever you want as long as uh, we're not going to bother testing anybody. But this is the sport. The sport includes this stuff. So which I, I can also see as a problem because then people will get more and more extreme with the doping. But yeah, I was about to say that. Like yeah. it would just go way to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. so uh, uh, my boy uh, Ali got a date on Saturday. Yeah, tips for him? Uh... He has a British accent. I, th- I feel like that does all the work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, she, Br- she British too. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> She's used to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she, she found someone familiar, so. I mean, uh, sure. Okay. I don't know. What are you guys doing? Uh, well, we, li- we actually live pretty close by. Okay. Just talking on Instagram, and then I just set up a date like a date to hang out and she was down i don't know like it was cool i don't know i've never met her before though oh wait so who slid in whose dms oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no okay okay she slid into mine oh okay that, no that's true what well, she did i told you today bro you don't you don't believe girls be sliding my dm yeah nah. crazy bro crazy okay. so she slid in your dms you guys chatted right a bit yeah and then you're like, yo, come over to my place Saturday night. No, nah, no. Nah. She, she just asked which part of London I was from. Like, she, she's just curious. Right? So London thing that helped you out again. <laughs> no, it's commonality. It works well. No, nah, I don't even know if she got an accent or not, bro. I just know she used uh, to live there and she's Asian though. So I don't know. I don't know. Is that a problem? <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not a problem. It's just like, I don't know where she's actually from. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he... Hey, hey, yeah, any tips, bro? We're going to a park, right? We're just going to chill, mm. whatever, like, I don't know. Your friend recommended uh, coffee and sunsets, so that's a really cheap date, so the park is a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like my... It's, it's, it's a first date, so I like my first dates cheap. So I usually just do, like, tea at, a like, a coffee shop or a tea spot or whatever. But, yeah, park he works, too. He told me too. that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, we're, we're, I was thinking, like, we'll just meet. Uh, I don't know, just, like, look, I've been on my clean diet, but, like, for one day, whatever, right? I'll just get some snacks. Uh, uh, just Get some um, clean snacks. Get some clean snacks. Clean snacks. Make sure you yeah, have some yeah, crumpets, that, that's though. That's doable. That's doable. I don't think they have any at all, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> they have biscuits. Um, for, I wish I... Uh, biscuits. <laughs> Yeah, again the snacks, right? And then I don't, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see how she is, bro. I don't, I don't know okay. anything really. Yeah. Like, so 
time travel her. There's this thing we we talked on the podcast a few episodes ago, time traveling a girl. So take her to three venues. Yeah. So it makes it feel like she's known you for a long time. So that it's an easy invite to your home place. Yeah. So that's not crazy to say that. Wait, wait, wait. But time travel three places. Is that including your place or before your place? Before your place. So before your place, I yeah. So you got the park. If you have somewhere like Bilal's mentioning, the park would be the first place, right? You guys meet up in the park. No, no, no. We're meeting like uh, in a center, and we're gonna get the snacks, and then we'll go to the park. Yeah, there's stuff to do around there. Okay, okay, cool, perfect. You start there, get your snacks, go to the park. I'd count that as the first venue. Then maybe you can walk to some other thing um, that's close by. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Just find things that are around there's there. Like a, there's like an ice cream spot. It's pretty nice. cheap. Nice. It's nice. A pretty cheap. It's pretty nice. It's, it's like a Persian place. Nice. That could be valid. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty close that, by too. That's the second spot. And then maybe the third spot could be like tea or something. Or something yeah, like I don't that. know. Third yeah. spot is hard. Like I can do two, but... Three? Two might be fine too. I mean like, yeah, if, you, if it's close to where you live too, that makes it so much easier because then you can it easily is, invite yeah. her. Like, hey... I found this really cool Netflix documentary. <laughs> Let's go watch <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, bro. Oh yeah. my god. No, I mean, why not? She has nothing to do on a Saturday night. <laughs> Come on. I found this really <laughs> sick movie I want to watch. Yeah. Watch Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I need a good show. I need a good show. Yeah. What? Uh, what would be a good? I- I- Icarus. Point though. You know What's what I'm saying? That? It's boring enough, so you don't want to really watch yes! it. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, yo, that's crazy. No, you know what? I I remember there was this one situation. I was with the chick. We ended up. Uh, it's weird. We ended up. We I went to her place. We baked chocolate. I'm weird. I baked chocolate chip cookies with her. Right? <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Is that first date? Because that's crazy. If it's no, that was date. the second date. My first date's always tea, uh, and I I keep it to one date. I'm not. And then the second day is when go over to her place. We're watching like we were watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's a really good one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 No. Yeah. Right, now my question is, yeah, do you have to secure the bag first date? Uh, I I don't care to. I purposely just do keep it tea and and then keep it pushing. I'm like I don't mm-hmm. even know what you look like if it's like online or something or whatever. But yeah, yeah. If you've People never be met her before. Different. Yeah, so People that's looking the, different. Yeah, so different, like different, bro. That, that filter <laughs> yeah. makeup shit is crazy. It is crazy. So th- that's that's what I use the first dates for. To just no, like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Vibe. Like, what's the, what's the game plan after the first date? You know what I'm saying? How do you play it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, you 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 don't have to do it the first date. I don't you, think so. I mean, like you don't have to. You don't even have to get a kiss the first date. No. <laughs> I don't know. If you spent uh, all like hours with her that day, then you can get something. Yeah, if you do the time travel, maybe yeah. <laughs> you do the but time yeah. travel. Yeah, if not, <laughs> feel it out. Feel it out. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like we're going out pretty late, bro. It's gonna be like seven. Oh really? Yeah, really? yeah, it's like six thirty-seven. Yeah, you could get so, it if you wanted it. You could get it. <laughs> <laughs> they know anything after six is business time. She was, yeah, she, she was hella enthusiastic too when I asked her. She was oh, like, yeah? yeah, so down. Like, she was hella, like, usually girls keep it on like the down low, even if they want to go out with you, right? True, true. But true. she was like hella enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I was, we'll see, man. She, she just dro- touched down from uh, Hong Kong the other day. They be rich, bro. Yeah. They are. Uh, hey, 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 I'm, I'm gonna get this shit to be my sugar mommy, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, get the bag, bro. Get the bag. I'm with that. Uh, she can be paying for the tea now, boy. <laughs> yes. If you show up early, that's what I do. I show up early, get my tea. She pays for herself. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you can just go get your tea. I already got mine. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. But I told me that I was like, wow, what? No. Oh, why way. is that crazy? Why is that crazy? Cause like, cause like they can't say shit, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they gonna say? Like, oh, you're not gonna go back again with the line. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> yes. You were off, bro. Hey, niggas play checkers. He played checkers. 
Oh shit! That's funny. Nah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it is. We'll see how it is. Yeah. And then you got to come back next week and let us know how it goes. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I'll tell. I'll tell about the documentary. Yes. Yes. It's weird yes. that you bring this up. That you were talking to a Chinese girl. I was chatting with a Japanese girl. Oh nah, she, <laughs> no! She's no, no, no. Japanese. She's Japanese too. Oh. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, so but here's I, the thing. I really don't know where she's from, bro. Yeah, this this girl I was chatting to was a wrong number. Let me read the text messages. I I thought it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Alright, so she texts me real thinking I'm her friend. Okay. So yeah. she must have got the wrong number. She's like, This is Cindy. Do you have time to play golf together tomorrow? <laughs> And I'm like, hey, Cindy, <laughs> I think your friend gave you the wrong number. But if you're eager to lose at mini golf, let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. And then she's like, sorry, I just checked. It was my friend who entered the wrong number in her email. I hope I'm not disturbing you. And I'm like, it's very disturbing. My whole day is ruined. Ah! <laughs> Yo. And she's like, life is full of surprises. If you don't mind me asking, what city do you live in? I was like, uh-oh, stranger danger vibes. Let's say Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, I'm from Japan, and now I live in Los Angeles. Have you ever been to Japan? <laughs> right? And then I say, I say, never. I'm not a fan of anime. Is Tokyo Drift real? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Don't go on a date? She's in Los Angeles. No. Yes, come, come through. <laughs> no, I got a spot for a girl. Take my car. No. Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, like, I, I get that. Right? All the way to LA, he's where is he at? No, I don't travel for pussy, dude. What the? F Why? Yeah, you know who does though? <laughs> who? <I cry>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What's the farthest you'll drive for pussy? Forty-five minutes is pushing it. Oh but, my like, god! Come I'll on, keep, really? I, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do an hour. An hour and a no. half, maybe. Yeah, like, no, that's like no, to LA, no, right? No. That is kind of pushing it, but... No, no, no. Like, if, if you guys, like, if she spent a lot of time in your area, or, like, you invited her to your place, you guys smashed whatever, then fine. It's like, all right, you guys got a thing going. But, like, just to meet up for the first time, even the first time, I won't, I won't do more than 30 minutes. Less than that, probably. Like, no, 25 not, is not the, the max. first time. No, I, I, I met this girl, like, twice, and... Mm. She, she fuck with me. I fuck with her. Hey, I'm not gonna lie though. I only like she's around me, bro. I hate, I hate traveling for this shit, bro. Traveling yeah. for what? Not, yeah, like, uh, so like, I'd only try to talk to chicks that are in my area. Mm. Yeah, like that's easier for sure. If for that's, sure, uh, bro. Like, if they lit, but this chick, this chick lives five possible. minutes away. An hour and a half is possible though. That's mm. doable. Like, if you got a car. At that you know point, it's just bridging the gap like, between but, long but distance, if bro. You already met twice, and you already fucking with it, and she fucking with you. What do you do it? No, I don't know. It, de it depends. Depends on the circumstance. You would do I mean? In, in a situation like that, I'd say like if we've been seeing each other for a while, which I don't even see how yeah, that would I be possible. Because Look, like this the way, so far. The way I see it is, if she travels for you, then maybe yeah. you know. Well, for sure, like, if I'm going to go there, she's going to eventually come to mine, too, you know? But yeah, like, you feel me? I and I do like Austin, too, so I do want to go there again. Nah, man. I think 30 minutes is, like, my max. I know, no, yeah. So we were talking about time travel, right? Right. So how do you actually gauge them as a person, though? Because you can do all that and be like, yeah, I'm just trying to smack, but like... I'm not just trying to like, oh, there's so many boring people, man, like with yeah. no personality. So uh, how do you like, uh, I guess the word is like, check them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you check them? Like, well, I think what you have is a pretty unique mindset. Most people don't even go out on dates like that where they're like, OK, like, I'm not trying to just fuck with anybody. I'm trying to be like, because, yeah, you're right. Most people are boring. They're very boring, super typical. And it's just like. It's not to me. I'm like, if if they're boring, it's probably not even worth my time. I've been on plenty of dates where I just don't feel like seeing them again. It's just like, all right. It's like you don't have to fuck. You don't have to. In, in terms of vetting, like obviously in the dialogue, usually I just run through family, occupation, recreation, dreams. So that's the Ford strategy, mm -hmm. F-O-R-D. And so that makes small talk easy. And then since you're well-traveled, you can talk a lot about places you've been 
and places you've right. lived. So it, you're already in, you're already an interesting person just with that, because most people don't even have experiences like that. And so you can already gauge like what kind of person they are based on like, all right, are you close with your family? You can talk about siblings. And then I talk about like, so my situation, I'm like, all right, bring up siblings. I'm like, yeah, I do a podcast with my family already. That's like a cool thing I'm doing. I'm trying to see if they do anything creative or what do they do with their free time? Mm-hmm. Occupation, what do they do for a living? Do they like their job? What I do, you know, starting a company, whatever. And recreation, so like things you want to do for fun. But then each one of these basic questions can can branch off into all these different things. Lead and you can just something see how they else, talk. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just about I mean, like I mean, paying attention. Oh no, here's one thing I learned. Uh, I, I, I heard a guy say this, like, if you ask them what their favorite show is, it can tell you a lot about their personality. Because whatever oh. their favorite show is, they're going to identify with the main character of that show. And so For whoever, sure, whatever they're that. like, yeah, whatever that main character is like, is probably a lot like how they hey, are. Hey, hey, you know, I'm going to be asking that. You know, I'm going to be asking that. All right, so yeah. what's your favorite show, by the way? What's my favorite show? Yeah. Is it mm. Doctor Who? <laughs> nah, it's Brett. <laughs> okay, I get it. Nah, <laughs> nah it's Morning Breakfast, uh, British podcast, BBC, bro. It's my favorite. Are you like BBC? Nah, not really, <laughs> bro. Hey, bro. Not really, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I <laughs> love it, bro. Yeah. Nah, hey, but bro. um, Breaking Bad is Breaking respectable. Bad. Who's your favorite character? Damn, I don't know. Jesse. Nah, nah, nah. Jesse. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Jesse, no Jesse. Uh, I don't know, bro. All right, what about you, Below? You know what? I do like... I got a list of them, actually. Peaky Blondies. Oh. Okay. Bro, you ain't Thomas Shelby, boy. You are not Thomas Shelby. I see Like you are not Thomas Shelby, bro. Come on, you gotta be realistic. Like there's a favorite show where there's like realism. Like well, I can tell you, that he's, he's all I can say is he's my favorite cake. Bro, I could say a small ass answer and be like, oh yeah, like uh. I don't know. Dexter's my favorite character because he's smart as shit and he knows everything about blood and no like. Okay, you can, but I'm just telling you what's my favorite. I'm telling you, bro. You ask, I'm telling. Right, you. So you're supposed to tell me you resonate with Thomas Shelby. Hell yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I actually want. I asked him today about this. I want to get your opinion, right? What do you think of texting before a first date? I heard that you should. Some people do it like a day before, like, oh hey, just checking, like we're still on, right? Yeah, because like in their heads, like. You schedule the date, but in their heads, they still have some doubt about whether or not you're going to show up. It's fucking weird. I don't know why, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm going to be somewhere. I'm going to be somewhere. But to these girls, it's like, even if you say you're going to be somewhere and you're going to do it, they're still not sure. So they're aware of the date. They agree to it. Now it's just a matter of like they need that one last piece of confirmation. So they because I guess there's a worry for them that they're going to show up and you're not going to be there. So that's why I do. And that minimizes the flakiness. Because if, if you don't do that, because I've made that mistake where I just don't text them. I'm like, we set up the time. Cool, cool. We both agreed. And then I don't text them and then they don't show up. <laughs> so I text them an hour before. And then when I'm there, I get there early, obviously, get my tea. I have a book, too, in case they don't show up and I can still just enjoy the reading. And since you like reading, you should do that, too. Five minutes before, I'll text them like I'm inside reading a book so they know. Yeah. And then I find a spot that's away from the speakers, obviously away from people, so we can actually have a conversation. And if you can find a place to sit, find a place to sit with chairs that are right next to each other, not like across the table. So at least you can break that touch barrier if you need to, you know, so. Across the table? No, no, so like right adjacent. So if it's like a bar with like Mm. stools on them, so those are better because at least you guys are sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The table is like a barrier and you can't really establish like physical contact that way. Yeah, true. true. I've heard that. But like yeah. sometimes like let's say like like I've gone out. Right. And I don't know. Uh, let's say the uh, food or dinner or whatever. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you get placed in seats. So like, oh, hey, here's your uh, seats. And then you can't do shit about that. You yeah. know, you can't just be like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want this seat. Why are you doing restaurants or dinners on a first okay date. no no but but, but, this, but this was before this was a mistake oh, okay. yeah yeah this was I just avoid a mistake anything i'm just saying some like people that. like that are caused too doing that bro bro i've already been taking l's bro like yeah. we all okay. do we all do no but listen there's good attention there's bad attention right <laughs> i think i get more bad attention but i gotta like be appreciative of something bro some guys get no attention bro like nothing like Wait, why do you think it's bad attention? Ah, 
<sighs> well, he be attracting them with his British accent. Yeah. That accent. And then uh, losing them with his... <laughs> All right. It's it's better than not having here's the way I see it. It's a click funnel. You guys know what those are? It's an ad nah. stra- it's an ad strategy where you so you basically think of it like a funnel. You have a bunch of like if you're trying to sell something, you get a bunch of eyeballs. You want to attract a bunch of people and then through bunch of gates that you have for like, all right, seeing if they qualify for this product or uh, sending them an email, see if they respond. And then you narrow it down to a small segment of that initial pool that are available for you. Now we just got to widen that funnel for you because you already got the funnel part. You got people coming in. Okay. So now it's just yeah, like I, you fix the thing on the tail end. You're in the, you got it. Yeah. Actually, I don't really approach that much. Like I get approached more. Okay. But like, it'd be crazy. Some, some like still aren't over the X, but they're trying to do shit. Some are like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes they're like frigid or like they're like scared to do anything. Some people are flaky. Like there's, there's just there's so many like different types. It's just like you kind of get lost in the mix, and then I don't know. Yeah. Girls be getting jealous too, bro. Of what? Of uh, like less like they'll see another girl approach me. They'll be oh, they'll be oh my god, man. Be hella annoying, better for you, bro. Yeah, I don't know. You, you say these like they're problems. <laughs> like, I don't... Honestly, yeah, no, no. So, uh, uh, some guy, uh, my friend, I was talking to my friend, and he was like, wow, bro, shut the fuck up. You're like suffering from success. I was like, ah, <laughs> that's crazy. When he said that, though, I felt that. Yeah, yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, no, I, I do have uh, to that's get... a good point. Like, you're already halfway there. Yeah. You got the yeah. bitches coming to you. Now you just got to close. You feel me? Yeah. Um, yeah. You give too much away. That's I, a, that's one thing I noticed. You get too much of your personality in there, and then she she uh, gets too disinterested. So, so you just need to incorporate some mystery. Don't say so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You let them do most of the talking. I don't know if you're doing that. I agree. I agree. I talk more. You know what I'm saying? Huh? I've heard ta- talk more. Yeah. Get her. Uh, you know, girl, girls love to talk. You just just everybody loves to talk. You just get them to talk. I know obviously if they're if it's about themselves too like yeah. people loved yeah. yeah and the crazy thing is like when they talk and you're guiding questions about themselves and they're talking a lot they'll think you're the good conversationalist it's crazy so yeah it actually works in your favor I don't know man I'm just a talker like what am I supposed to do bro shut up <laughs> I, I and then shop and then they don't say anything and then it's awkward like shit no, open-ended questions that's why i stick with ford family occupation migration dreams like all right so you know, it's your family in the area you know are you close with them it's like oh yeah i have a brother too and this is like and then they can talk travel's a good one a lot of girls travel so they can talk about their experiences I uh, will see. We'll see. We'll see Saturday. Update. Update next week. Yes. Yes. Next week. Next, next week, week. Next week. Yeah. Next you know week. what? We should bring other guys on here too, and we could just like dissect like a post mortem of oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. That could, help, that could help a lot too. Yeah, we could totally have a field report and like, all right, so here's what went well. Here's what didn't. Or here, I wasn't sure what to do here, and then we could discuss, and then we all have different experiences, and then just share it. That's literally how they did the red pill. That's. If you read the forums, that's all it is. She don't even know what we're doing, bro. I just said, let's like, just come to UTC at this time. Like yeah. she don't know. Oh, perfect. Thought, so you can surprise yeah, her and yeah, this is good. Yeah. This is good, bro. <laughs> yeah, I told us to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the thing. Like you can make it feel spontaneous too. Bro, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I went, I was, I took this girl out, right? I planned museum, this concourse, this art gallery kind of thing. And then a hockey game. I wanted to go to the hockey game. So I just bought an extra ticket. So museum is free. The art gallery is free too. But literally I made it feel spontaneous. Cause it's like, yeah, obviously you're going to plan everything. We're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. But to them, it feels spontaneous, especially when they don't know what's going to go on. And so it's like, you give them that fairy tale bullshit. Um, <laughs> so like after the museum, hey, I'm like, be, it, gets, bro, it gets pretty dark at seven, bro. Seven, eight is pretty dark. Okay, there aren't the night park? things to do or like uh, lights yeah, to guess, see, even like a, a path to walk that's lit or something. I don't know. And mm. if it's within walking distance from where you live, then I don't know. I don't know. You just got to find places and have options. And then, yeah, or you could just plan it ahead of time. So like I did museum, then the art gallery. Then I'm like, yo, I got an extra ticket to this hockey game. Come with me. It's like, yeah, down. Near the end of the hockey game, I go to the bathroom, not because I needed to use the restroom. 
so I could put a fresh piece of gum in my mouth because I knew I was going to make out with her. I knew it. (laughs) 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 And it did, obviously. It's just like, but to them, it feels uh, spontaneous. It wasn't spontaneous. I knew it was going to happen. It's just all of a sudden you have peppermint breath. Yeah, and then she actually commented. She's like, mmm, very minty. I'm like, yeah, come on. (laughs) Yes. Hey, hey. Oh, shit. I might need to buy some gum, bro. Yeah, that's always a good option, especially if you're going to eat food, for sure. These pieces be hilarious, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. It's like, women, if you're listening to this, you have no idea the amount of effort guys put into this shit. No clue. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're literally talking about this, bro. If it wasn't much effort, I wouldn't even be asked. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, imagine she find this podcast. Okay. Uh, that's what I don't I don't tell bitches about these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> imagine she find this podcast, bro. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Yo, if yeah. you want to be bold, if you want to be bold, tell her what to wear. Oh, I did do that one. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Nah, nah. How much was tell her what to wear? I don't know what she got. It doesn't matter. Just tell her wear a dress. <laughs> just, just, like, no, just be like, uh, uh, wear some comfortable, like some tights or something. <laughs> Is our tights even comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Like or you can tell her like we're gonna be doing some walking, wear some comfortable shoes or something. You can start off with that, and then I, I don't know. I like telling girls what to wear, so that's my thing. But whatever. I, um, I'm in less control now. <laughs> I've always, I always have. I mean, always have. Even my relationship worked out that way. They, they like it too. It's not just a me thing, bro. They like it too. They do it. They love it. They love it. <laughs> they eat that shit up. They do. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, everything. All of it. Really. Yeah, you, you gotta tell them what to do, bro. Every two seconds, it makes it makes you. It makes you <laughs> no, I said that same thing on this podcast before. I'm like, bro, they're being yeah, told what to do. Ma- they do. It makes it makes it makes, it makes uh, them think of you like as a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm. no, I think you it's beyond that. that. I think it's beyond that. I had this theory. Like, for them, every decision they have to make is like this whole neurotic episode in their head. Like, because, <laughs> like it, they're afraid of making the wrong decision. So it's like, if you can be the guy who's like, no, I've already made the decision. This is not going to be a problem in your head. You're a relief. If you're asking her, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? What do you want to oh, watch? That's such a typical question. Yeah. Uh, on top yeah. of that, on top of that, uh, your leaders make decisions. You feel me? So yeah. they see you as a leader when you're making. All and it's supposed to lead her. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. So, like, especially when I go out with a girl on a date, like I tell her, all right, we're going to this restaurant, or or if we're meeting somewhere, we're going to this place at this time. And I, she she follows me as I open the door. Right? She goes in first, and I go, and then she follows me, and I take her to where we got to sit. You know what I'm saying? And so she, you know what I'm saying? If you if you like. Fucking up in your head like you don't know where to sit, it's gonna make you look soft. Yeah. So you go on uh corn core, you gotta be yeah, you gotta with a plan. Just like that. You just gotta be decisive. Yeah, it's quick decision right away. And it doesn't matter if it's the wrong decision. It's just yeah. as long as the decision is made, the cool. Mm. Ah, exactly. I made wrong decision, but regardless they be following me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like do whatever you want and they will come along and be happy. You can come back next week and tell us how it went. Yeah. And, uh, oh my god. And then I'll bring up um, I'll see if I can get other dudes on here and we could all just like dissect it. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. He's gonna dissect the shaft the hey, fucking bring, bring yeah. on. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Crazy. Alright guys. Alright, for sure. See you. Peace. Bye.